Good evening, good evening, good evening, and good evening, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio. I'm Dick Chafing, and tonight there's no Rudolf Hucker. We do, however, have our field reporter, Philip Oliver Holtz, with us, standing in for the evening. Good evening, Philip. And good evening to you, Dick. <laughs> in tonight's yeah, I don't know, this catches me off. In tonight's news, the truckers help supply computers to the Pleiades Nebula station development. Can an interstellar appoint a new ambassador to Hutton Orbital? Hutton Orbital launches an appeal for artwork. Pilots converge on Hutton Orbital to interview for the position of the Hutton Apprentice. Congratulations to all of our fellow truckers on achieving Tier 7 in the development of a new station for the Pleiades Nebula. With only 11 minutes to go, our truckers shipped enough computers to fit that station out with more processing power than the IRS. That's the Imperial Revenue Service. That is a trucking close call. There we go. Canon <laughs> uh, Interstellar Research, in recognition of our efforts, have appointed a new ambassador to the Hudden Truckers Cooperative. Arriving with an extensive supply of tinfoil biscuits and computer equipment, Ambassador Dean Williams also had a lead li- lead <coughs> also had a lead line container aboard his ship, which was impounded on arrival at the Alpha Centauri nav beacon after reports that it may contain an unknown artifact and therefore being potentially hazardous. On second inspection, it was discovered that it was, in fact, his dirty laundry. Our customs team have reported to the decontamination wing at Hutton Orbital and are said to be on the road to recovery. The Hoppet team have launched an artwork appeal to any commanders able to wield a digital pen, crayons, or even use one of those 21st century selfie sticks make some artwork for the Mug Repair Convoy on the 3rd of December. Any commanders organizing color wings for the evening, or even if they are in Mufti, are encouraged to take group pictures and turn them into promotional posters to be put up throughout known space. The very best one will win a flight patch from our old friend Buck Naked at Lacon Spaceways. And finally, it has been a busy week in our offices here with commanders arriving in response to our advert for a Hutton Apprentice. Stay tuned for more information on this. <coughs> Excuse me. The sun is shining on Eden. Buck Naked has been polishing his new asp. Alpha Centauri is currently in lockdown with Boom State pending. And as usual... Cubicle 3 is blocked. That's the weather. I have been Dick Chafing... And I'm Philip Oliver Holtz. And that was the news. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good evening, everyone. Good evening, and welcome to Hutton Orbital News. On our special apprentice evening tonight, we are going to play the interviews that we had to go through for finding our Hutton apprentice, who, of course, uh, you will find out because it'll be. A, I don't want to put any spoilers on it, but they'll be leading a special Hutton orbital mission on the third of December, which you probably all know about. And you know, well, it's got to try and create some kind of mystique. Anyway, I am your host this evening for the show. It's Grant Psycho Cow Wilcott, and I am joined in the Hutton orbital studio by the dulcet tones and the sexy moments. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's Eric Markey. Good evening, Eric, and how are you? Good evening, Cal. I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. It's been a, it has been a busy week. I mean, I think uh, I've been critical about these things. Oh, we're also joined in the studio by our um, sneaky Randy Berger, who's uh, stripped off again. Randy, will you not just keep your clothes on once? Oh, good, we can't hear him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me, I'm sure uh, Mr. Listerisic and I will join us throughout the show at some point. Um, so, yeah, it's been a busy week. I've been critical in the past of the way that they seem to launch, and it's just Frontier, they seem to launch a nice little beta and then launch a community goal, and then there's always something else there. But to be honest... I think my concern was that there were going to be this massive flaming fire of content and then nothing. And the nothing is nothing. yet to come. Yeah, the nothing's not come yet. It's still They're still managing to maintain it, which is awesome. Um, really, really good. So, uh, unfortunately, I'd gone for a little sort of 6,000 light year trek. It was meant to be out to Alpha Centauri, but I got to the middle, well, got to 6,000 light years out and thought, I'm not going to get back in time for the third. I better turn round. So I popped in, visited the Cat's Paw Nebula, which is very pretty. Did lots of scanning, and I'm heading back tonight. And if you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash Cow, you're going to be able to watch some of that as... Um, I should really realise that it's not going to be very easy to do the two. So what you might end up watching on Twitch stream is me crashing into every single sun on the return trip um, for the last <laughs> thousand light years. Uh, where are you in game, Mr. Marquet? I believe you're off exploring as well. I am. I jumped in my Daimler told to me personally and took off towards the Heart Nebula and the Soul Nebula. Uh, got a lot of nice pictures around there, and kept continuing my line straight out towards the outer arm. Stuck somewhere in between that arm and the outer arm. Can't find my way to the outer arm. <laughs> so, with the 24th quickly approaching and uh, wanting to be in a in an SUV bouncing around a, a rocky planet, I think I'm going to turn around and, and fly 8,000 or so light years back, PDQ. <laughs> Before you say that, I'd just like to say that they have said the explorers will get an SUV if you're out exploring, but you might not have to come back. Oh. But you do have to come back well, for the third to help out with the Hutton, you know, the new Hutton truck mission that we've got going. I do. That oh, I yes. do. So, yes, but then straight after that, get out as far as you possibly can, you get a free SRV! Yay! <laughs> this may be an expensive length to go. Anyway, we are here for a number of special things tonight, which is uh, obviously we're, we're going to go through and let you hear the Hutton uh, Apprentice interviews that we've been going through this week. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, having 
been involved in, in, in these, uh, I can honestly say they are something special. But we hope that you enjoy it. And, uh, of course, you will need to help the Hutton apprentice out when he finally, uh, or, or when he or she finally managed to get their project off the ground. They're going to need our help as truckers. It was a bit of a regret that I didn't get a chance to get into the Kaupu community goal and uh, give it some help, and I was frantically hoping I would get back in time to catch it, but of course it closed early on today. And I believe at Tier 7 that meant that they got a reasonable station, but it has a black market. I don't think it's got a bulletin board, though. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure that's right, yes. Yeah, I think it's missing a shipyard and outfitting, um, which is a shame. But unfortunately, I think, you know, it's one of these things that really we could have got behind it if we had truckers and we should have done a big convoy. So to all those involved, sorry we didn't get uh, behind it as good as we could. I know a lot of our members were enthusiastic and shouting about it and encouraging others to get in there. So there was a trucking element, but unfortunately I wasn't able to get back and do it. So we could have done a wee convoy night or something and really, really, you know, made a dent in that goal. But we couldn't because I was too lazy because I was off out sightseeing and looking at sparkly sparklies out in the deep dark nothing and getting thoroughly bored and crashing into stars. Um... What's your hull percentage right now, Cal? It's 83%. Oh, that's... Uh, that does mean that I've lost 2% wonderful. this evening after speaking to you and giving you the last update. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to say, though, you know, it seems a bit strange for a new station to be opening and saying, come and visit our new black market. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a long way to go although I mean technically what that means is if the pirate um, particular clans wanted to have a remote uh, station that they could operate from that would be ideal because your targets would end up disappearing quite some distance in fact I'm not entirely sure how far out that station is but you know with the fact it's, like it's got a black market but it's missing all the other things that would be useful it'd be quite handy for them to have that little place that they know they could sell to you know the good thing with that black market is that for the explorers that are out there and they come across um, canisters of exploration data they'll be able to sell them that's true, yes. I mean, it's quite an interesting thing. I think, you know, we're beginning to see that as a, as a game, as a community, we're expanding. We are getting further out, and therefore we kind of need the game to expand a little bit with us. We need we need some outposts further out there that we can dock up at with for, you know, coffees and breaks and um, booty calls. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what we are here for tonight, because we've got a couple of things that we need to go through. Obviously, we are still running. The Hutton Gimp run is still going on, and we have some details that we'll play later on about how you might be able to take part in that, which does involve a run out to Saje, the black hole at the centre of the universe, the plug hole, I think it is. And if you go out there, you can then submit your evidence that you've completed the run, and you can win yourself a patch. The top prizes were announced last week and are gone. The Dockers part has been snapped. Up, isn't that correct, Mr. Winnard? Have you finished abusing your powers as the uh, writer? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. So the Christmas is the Christmas episode is what you're working on at the moment, I believe. Yes, it is. Uh, it is what I am working on it right now. I haven't actually wrote the part in yet, but I do have a very good idea of how it's going to go. Fantastic. Well, what we are going to do is we have a special. 
I'm looking on this place. There they are. Uh, I have a special little advert for the Canon uh, group who are obviously educating Ed this evening, although it does look more like Breaking Bad, Ed, um, as he's in a full <laughs> scientist get-up, which is hysterical. You will no doubt see millions of pictures of these in the coming days and uh, they'll give you a good giggle but for now what we're going to do is just play this little clip out for you guys and then we are going to kick off with our first couple of interviews from The Apprentice so stick about It was quite quiet hadn't had a client in three weeks Spent my evenings tuning into the wireless, hunting for a signal that needed my help. Canon Interstellar Research Group is what it said on my door. Sounds grand, but most of my time was spent eating biscuits. Digestive biscuits. Till an evening. Dr. Arcanum, they're reading your mind. Oh, not with my new hat. The signal, it becomes clear. What does it mean, Doctor? Mein Gott! The aliens! The signal! They say... Dr. Arcanon? Doctor! No! This was it. Payday. Too big for me. I turned to Galnet and started penning a small ad. Help wanted. Strange signals. Sendings. Tinfoil hat specialists. And conspiracy theorists. Apply now. Register at canon.science. I had to write that three times. That's C-A-N-O-N-N. God knows why. That game sounded like she needed my help. Not sure about the professor. He sounded beyond help. As long as it says Canon Interstellar Research Group on the door, I would decipher those signals. I was just getting into that lovely sort of relaxed state there. A little bit too relaxed as I watched the Twitch stream and I saw the star appearing and I thought, excellent, I've arrived, and then remembered it's got a delay and as I all tabbed back into the game, sure enough, another chunk of hull is missing. Oh. <laughs> just, oh, good job. Honestly, what we're going to do is, before we kick off with the, the first of the Apprentice uh, interviews, we're going to do a quick advert break now. You may be jumping to some what you would consider real world adverts because they are real world adverts you might not if you're not you'll get to enjoy a wee song and if you are we will see you in about two minutes when you'll come back for the tail end of the song and we will kick off with our first interview from The Apprentice so stick about here we go now are we 
Oops, sorry. David's telling us we're in silence. We're in silence? Lots of silence. Is that on the... No, no, as far as I can see, I think possibly he might need to check and see that he's not muted something. Um, the Twitch trap can hear us fine. Uh, Hutton Orbital looks like it's broadcasting fine. So I think it's... Um, I think it is just okay. David has his ears unplugged. Yep. Put your ears in, David. Put your ears. Put the ears. <laughs> yeah, he says there's even more silence. I don't know where he's listening. Wow, well, what a shame. It's a shame he's missing out. Um, I've not seen... Let's have a look. Right, if... if Mr. Winner, can you check that for me and just make sure that it is coming through? Coming through on what now, it is when you click the listen tab. Refresh your page, David. <clears throat> it will be it will be back up on an, on a iTunes afterwards as well, and we will have it up on the website as a link that you can listen to if it's not playing through the website. Um, I've not fired up, fine for me. I've not fired up the uh, efforts yet, so um, we'll be fine. So if you're having problems listening, you can't hear this, so there's absolutely no point in me giving you any advice. But at some point, you'll catch up. So we'll say instead, sorry if you're having difficulties at this point. We are on twitch.tv forward slash psychocow, but we won't be by the time you get this message. So, um, yeah. We got, the, we got the report from Russell. He said that the real-life ads crashed the website, but not yeah. Summers. They, they they didn't because I've not oh. started them yet. So oh, okay. uh, we're um. about to. <laughs> we'll catch you after this. This quick quick. Oh, well, Craig, I'm, Russell, I'm you don't know what you're talking about. Shall we? I, I know what I'm doing. I can see everything that's happening. Oh, I know. Here. You do. Just often I screw it up, but I haven't this time. So um, here we go for that <laughs> one, guys, and we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Let's go for it, man. Never get to be, never get to have it, never get to cool as you stop paying your tears. Oh yeah, what can a pop art do? Better go back to your mama, see I'll take care of you. Take care of you Cause 
Before I have to go, be careful with your seed. You'll reap just what you sow. Oh, yeah. What can a poor boy do? What can I do? Better go back to your mama. She'll take care of you. One last time. Country girl. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a game. This is a job interview from hell. From all corners of the universe, apprentices have come to Hutton Orbital to see if they can cut it as a trucker. I don't care whether you're an Imperial protege or a lowly Federation scum. All we're looking for is someone who is trucking good. They're here to compete for a job on the next Hutton convoy, with a leader notoriously difficult to balance. Ah, Alvin, the Don would like to give you a treat. Commander Vantayan, under Alvin's dogged leadership, has built a haulage group of 3,000 members. But now, once again, he is on the hunt for a new apprentice. Why won't it jump into Super Cruise? Yes, I pressed the button. To succeed, they are going to have to work and live together. Oh, wait. I was in reverse. Ah, the sun! It's the chance of a lifetime if they can only land the job. Don, you're useless. You broke a mug. You can't dock to save yourself. Blocked. And for that reason, you're fired. And you, you're fired. And you're fired as well. Get out of here. Good evening and welcome to the Hutton Apprentice. That is right, yes, you have joined us for our many number of commanders who were interested in taking on the position as Hutton Apprentice. Now you're joining obviously in the studio tonight with um, our Dara O'Brien stand-in, that's right, that's... Actually I'm not sure which one of you would be a good Dara O'Brien stand-in. Uh, uh, that's all you've got to do every so often. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Mr. Winnard has taken that role, and that then means that, Eric Marquet, you have to be a bitter, self-important, past-show wannabe who was on it but was sacked before you got to the final, making you look like an idiot, and you're just bitter and just think you can do it better than anybody else anyway. Uh, okay. 
And, Let's see how that works out. Yeah, and scene. <laughs> so we are going to play out our first of our interviews, and then we're going to discuss how well we think we did. If you are in the Twitch chat, sorry, yeah, Twitch chat, because I can see you guys there, and you want to pass your comments on these particular interviews and see whether or not you think they are suitable, like you might have the possibility of, of steering the winning candidate at all, um, then... By all means, go for it. It's not totally and utterly already picked. <coughs> anyway, our first uh, interviewee is a young gentleman from the planet Hull and goes by the name of Daniel Grobetsky, or so he does. Let's have a quick listen to this and then we'll come back to you for a quick discussion. Your name, please. I've always wanted my own truck, ever since I was a boy. A red truck. My commander name? Oh, oh yes. Uh, Fantastic Dan. I, I, I didn't choose it. My, my mother did. And your qualifications? I've, 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 I've taken my advanced trucking test, passed a correspondence course on high-speed fuel scooping, and even built my own model cargo canister. I brought it with me if you'd like to see. Uh, uh, did, did you know there are subtle differences between the same model of frameshift engines on the Type 6 and the Type 7? The 7 had to take the additional height. The frameshift bubble wasn't quite the right size, and there were a number of accidents back in the 3300s. <laughs> The engines were engineers weren't happy that day, I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, when fitted, there are small adjustments required in the containment chamber. In my view, it should be an entirely different engine evolution number, or at least a B on the end. Stick to answering the questions, please. Your view on piracy. Uh, I, I, I've, I've petitioned for years to create central registry of pirates in the Milky Way. Ships' ideas, pilot names, pseudonyms, photographs. Sometimes I even just hang around station entrances with my camera equipment waiting for one of the well-known pirates. I got a shot of Mr. Spoonsy's engines the other day. I've been emailing the Galactic Powers my spreadsheet on a daily basis. Did you get my copy? Because, um, you see, you, you guys should really be with the Galactic Power. With a number of ships coming to Hutton and that awesome community goal, I made the run 15 times. Do I get a T-shirt or a mug? Do I? Do I? So, can I have a job? Mm, One question. You're running a convoy. There's a two-minute jump timer. What are your priorities? Oh, dear. A two-minute jump time. Oh, no. That, that that simply won't do. You can't do that. That's not sensible. You want at least four or five minutes per jump, sir. <laughs> when you arrive, you've got to log your entire convoy into your central database, check everyone has fuel or what their reserves are. Then you have to get to the optimum fuel-scooping range. Of course, that's not possible when you're at one of the not-scoopable stars. <laughs> Ask Commander Flossie. I've brought a, I've brought, I've brought a chart. It's, it's, all, it's all in the folder in front of you. I sent a copy over with my CV. Did you get it? Anyway, uh, once you reach optimum scooping range, did you know there was an optimum scooping range for each type of ship and class of fuel scoop? I plotted it out against heat generated. It's fascinating stuff, it really is. There's a sweet spot for each combination, and all commanders should know theirs. Five anyway, minutes. Once you've done all of that, um, and you're ready to jump. Obviously, getting to a safe distance is imperative. After all, you wouldn't wear the frame shift drives, would you? <laughs> did I tell you about the difference between the Type 6 and the Type 7? You're clearly insane. Not the Hutton kind. Working with you would be far too hard. You're fired. Oh dear. Back to mother's I go. (laughs) 
Um. <laughs> He's definitely out. <laughs> I mean, four to five minutes. Are we stopping for tea or are we trucking? And red is an absolutely unacceptable color for a trucker. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to say, oh, hey, I'm here, Mr. Pirate. Come find me. Yeah, Unacceptable. Uh, yeah, I, I'm detecting a, a, a very apt level of bitterness there, <laughs> Mr. Markey. Uh, very impressive, ah. actually. Well done. Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, obviously very enthusiastic and possibly we should, you know, maybe have him on in a future show and have him in a studio to, to maybe explain some of these very advanced policies that he was uh, trying to share with us, uh, which is, you know... Fantastic! He seems to know his stuff, which is good. Um, I do think that if we have to wait 10 to 15 minutes every time we're we about to do a jump, that we may end up being completely and utterly pirate food, which is no good. Um, uh, Dara, what do you think? I think you should have gone for the goodest. Fantastic. Brilliant. That's great news there. Uh, we do have, obviously, a number of other candidates as well. And our, our next candidate is someone that we all know for their amazing skills at um, star hop, hopping, hopping, or maybe just trying to move stars with their sidewinder. Um, so, yes, our next interview is with um, Commander Flossie. So we'll get straight into that. Uh, oh, I bet she's going to be good. Well, yes, I mean, obviously, a very competent and experienced pilot, and, yeah, um, we'll just go... Sure, if you want to fly backwards. <laughs> this is very true, yes. I heard a lot of like Guinness. Thank you for calling the Hutton Truckers Cooperative. Unfortunately, no one is available to take your call at the moment, but if you leave your message after the tone, I'm sure once we have finished the one and a half hour journey to Hutton Orbital, we'll be able to pick up your message and get back in touch with you. So remember, leave your message after the tone. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Is this machine on? Um, yes. This is Commander Flossie. I'm supposed to be there for an interview. I seem to have had a little mishap on the way there. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, bother! I... I... I don't know what to say about that one. Um... Oh, I can give you my opinion. <laughs> please, please do, Mr. Markey. I want to know who in the seven hells can push so many wrong buttons on their ship and fly backwards in super cruise straight into a It's incomprehensible. It, I, I know, but it's it maybe... I don't know if it's a skill that would be good if we were maybe being pursued by pirates. That could be quite... Interesting. I mean, obviously, our thoughts and uh, best wishes go out to Commander Flossie, wherever you might be in the universe. We hope you are at least intact and that you're um, fully in order and working order and that you have paid enough for good insurance to cover you for all these seemingly myths. Uh, uh, I see her, Commander Flossie, in the chat room there, uh, and she said she's not that bad. <laughs> 
she's not that bad before or after the Guinness. Ah, she liked the Guinness. I think that might help her actually. I mean, that might make it quite um, easier for her to to, and to get uh, through the interview. But she didn't even get to the interview, which I'm afraid does mean Commander Flossie, you have been fired. You are not, I'm afraid, eligible. Part of the conditions of becoming the Hutton apprentice is that you actually make it to the interview. I mean, even if you were a little bit late, but this, you know, not making it at all uh, in physical person and having to try and phone it in. Not really professional. You'll just have to try a little bit harder next time. But you know, hopefully there will be a next time. Um, now our next interviewee is stop taking the Mickey out of me and my hull. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! There's nothing wrong with that being at eighty three percent. Leave me alone. I'm busy. It seems, Mr. Cow, sir. It, it seems like we have a, a bit of a problem with those advertisements again. We should really get that sorted out. But what are they saying over here? The the Sonos stream uh, appears to be working fine, but um, on our website, those real-life ads have kicked back in. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. They're doing something off their own back. Sorry if you're having any problems. The audio that we will upload to iTunes, etc., will be 100% intact and without any issues, so... Uh, bear with us if you can, and you, if you're listening on Hutton Orbital and it's not working, just click on the you know stop. And if you come and join us on twitch.tv forward slash cyclecow, it will not have the adverts. You will have a video feed of the current live stream, which is me crashing into star after star after star. Yes. Now, our your host. Next... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say your whole worth. Of... It's worse than the what? It's worse than a plate, it's more destroyed than the actual hole. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean now. Okay, yeah, very good. <laughs> Dan's going to... We're going to play one more interview, <laughs> and then we're go- we've got another little advert to play out. Um, ooh, that was a nice deep mic feed, wasn't it? Our next interview is by a commander that we may recognise, but I'm not going to spoil anything at all. We're just going to play this one in. By the end of tonight's show, you're going to be sick of that, in- the Apprentice music, but... Tough. <laughs> Enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. Can you state your name for the record, please? Certainly, it's Lister I-69 of the Barnestar. Let me stop you right there. You're fired. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. (laughs) I, I thought that, you know, I had failures in my life, but to be cut off that quickly, that is just... Yeah, I, I feel think. I feel for that Lister I-69, man. I think I'm over the shelves. <laughs> I mean, what have you ever done wrong in this universe? I think, uh, I think yes, I think his, 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 his reputation most definitely preceded him, and unfortunately <laughs> for uh, Lister I-69, uh, yes, uh, he was unsuccessful in his bid. And the real sad thing is, of course, we actually got him to record a good 20-minute interview, and then just cut it all at that point. <clears throat> <laughs> 
<laughs> you think maybe they that uh, Vindazon uh, cut him off because he didn't bring the right beer? Well, I'm surprised he probably did try to sort of bribe him with the wrong kind of sausage. But you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. You know, that was um, <laughs> possibly the record for the shortest job interview ever, um, unless somebody out there knows different. <laughs> I wonder if he brought German sausage or English sausage. There's a difference. Yes, uh, Canuck. First, we'll have to check with our agent, our sausage expert, obviously. So, what we have now. Um, we have uh, a little little advert here. It's a message, actually. It's a message from uh, a certain group of people that we really, really, really love um, that go go by the name of Code. Uh, so, yes, here is a message from Gluttony Fang. Your heart, liberty, being a pirate is a recipe. Do what you want, because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Good day, guys. This is Gluttony. Gluttony Fang. Sorry about that noise. Just playing the deads to keep the pirates calm. Now, I've been appointed by the code to act as their PR officer and tell you all about how we operate. Don't let my accent fool you. I'm as dangerous as the next guy and our pirates are around the Milky Way 24 hours a day. If you're flying an unarmed Type 6 around the old systems looking like a juicy morsel, be warned. There are sharks out there. Big sharks with bloody big teeth. Now, people say that we kill everyone. That's just not true. And I'm here to tell you about how we operate. First, being called a code means you have to stick to the guidelines. If you look tasty, we're warning me to get up here. It might be by voice comms. It might be by text message. Hell, it might just be a friendly shot in the ass. If you don't listen to us, we will eat you. Now, I hear people asking, what if I don't want to be the next shrimp stuck on the barbie of Digital Mandalorian's beam lasers? Easy. Give us what you've got, and you can go on your way. There are loads of people out there who say they're proper pirates. Unless you've got a code eye patch, you're just fooling around. Be reassured, by getting one of our eye patches, it means you've agreed not to hunt new players and sidewinders. Christ, sometimes we even steal from those rich buggers and give gold to the newbies. After all, by the time they've traded up to a Type 9, we can steal from them. We don't want to scare people off from flying out there. No other commanders means we don't get to steal from people. If you see anyone saying they're with a code, and they're running hacked systems, not following our guidelines isn't the kind of choice language that will make mother blush. You drop old gluttony a message, and we'll kill them on sight. We don't fool around. Break our rules, and we'll kill you. Twice. Oh, one more thing. There's one group out there that we do kill on sight. That's trucks. If you got one of their pansy mugs, expect no mercy. Right, I'm off to crack open a tinny. Thanks for listening, and remember... You hear from us, you'd better give us your stuff. Or else, we'll send the Black Avenger in. He scoffs three shredded wheat for a midnight snack with no milk. Catch you later. Gluttony. Your heart, liberty, being a pirate is a recipe. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, dearie me, that's, that was a message that was approved by the code for us to play out tonight. I'm sorry, I, I just something just kind of popped into my mind when I heard the phrase that said the Black Avenger. And <laughs> <laughs> you are like, open. It sounds like you might need batteries. Um, right, we're... we're where were we? It didn't it, it, it shape like an Imperial Cutter by any chance. <laughs> could be, it could be. But, you know, that was an, an infomercial. We'll be playing these adverts on the Hutton Orbital Radio. They've been added to the queue, and they will be there to do it. So, I mean, it is a, it's a genuine message from the Code about how best to survive an interaction with them. And they are genuinely serious that if you do find someone who is purporting to be the code and doesn't give you the opportunities that were detailed, then you should let them know and they will take on as an internal matter. But now, now we need to get back to The Apprentice because we're almost there. We're, we've got three more interviewees to get through and our very next interviewee is a Mr. Scotcher and we're going to jump straight into this interview and obviously at this point in time, He's not likely to, to do worse than Mr. Winner, does he? I mean, Lister I-69 is possibly the record-breaking shortest interview in The Apprentice history. But here we go, Mr. Scotcher. So, you'd be Mr. Scotcher? Yes, that would be myself. No, stop there. You're butchering the English language. You're clearly an idiot. You're fired. (laughs) 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 Uh, He does better than me. I'm not quite sure where... Yeah, I'm not quite sure where that went, went wrong for that candidate. Um... Uh, really, that's a, it's a bit of a mystery to me. Uh, and I, I think it was because the actor was appalling. <laughs> I think I'm going to fire Vingdaton for having us, uh, making us have to sit through this music over and over and over again. Well, the only thing I've I've learned to, from tonight so far is that we really need to get that door oiled and put some casters on that chair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I think uh, I do happen to know that uh, Van Dunn has a serious issue with anyone using the phrase myself out of context or in the wrong way. It really is a red flag to a bull. And um, yeah, if if you want to end or terminate your telephone call with Vinge uh, early, then just simply go, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll have a quick word with myself. Uh, Oh, no, that's correct. That's, That's fine. That wouldn't annoy him. I don't know if I can do it wrong. My, yeah, myself, I think, is... It's wrong. It is, it's one of those words. It's me, isn't it? Anyway, <clears throat> but you can't have a word with me. And, and, and Andrew, Andrew's suggesting that he can't see anything wrong with it himself. Uh, oh, no, myself, he said. Uh, anyway, we, we have another interview. Uh, we have a, an interview from a Commander Smith. I think, although I'm not entirely sure that their CV is genuine. So let's have a quick check-in with this next little one. And yes, you do have the music again. (laughs) 
Could you state your name for the record, please? Commander Death, I mean, um, Smith. Aren't you a little small to be a trucker? I'll mess you up. I'll smash your ship. Um, sorry, I heard that Hutton was an equal opportunities employer. Are we, Alvin? <coughs> right, uh, could you state your qualifications, please? I've got a diploma in hatchbreaking, a first in cryptography, a black belt in the ancient art of jiu-jitsu, my name is fear, I mean, known throughout the Milky Way, Oh, and my 100-metre swimming badge. Okay. It says here on your CV that you have extensive knowledge of the weak points of the Type 9. How would you make it tougher? Tougher? Are you joking? How am I supposed to steal from them if they're tougher? I'm sorry, Mr Smith. I think we're going to end the interview right there. What? You're not letting me finish my interview? You dirty trucker. I'm going to find your ship and blow it up. I'm going to get... Security. <laughs> get your hands off me. I'm Commander Deathlock. Scourge of the Milky Way. You can always rely on Alvin to take out that dirty pirate hiding, lying, right there, sneaking in and trying to get infiltrate our ranks. We've got to be careful and watch out for these sneaky, sneaky pirates. No, I was, I was making notes, and I was going to say I don't like him because who needs a 100 meter swimming badge? There's no water in space. Most of the planets that we're going to be landing on are going to have ice caps. Or frozen. You can't swim on ice. You skate on ice. If he had a 100 meter skating badge, then maybe he might have some qualifications. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I imagine it's a great because And if you're blown up in space by a pirate, you might need to swim to the nearest ship. And 100 meters is about right. <laughs> yeah, but get into the science. You, you can't swim through space. Come now. You can swim in space, or you can swim in space. I think the best thing he could do would be to let out a nice big fart and hope that he aims the right way when he does that. Uh, that only ever makes my spacesuit ankles swell. Uh, <laughs> really make help any with the propulsion. Yeah, uh, so you're for the propulsion. You. Speed. <laughs> that's very true. That's, a, that's an old reference, that one is. Uh, right. we're, we're going to take, unfortunately, this is the point where we should have real-world adverts coming on the stream, and I know that if you're listening to us on the twitch.tv forward slash psychocow, you will not have real-world adverts, but if you are listening on the Hutton Orbital radio station, if it is playing and behaving for you, then that is brilliant. Oh, crikey, what should we go for, guys? Is there any, any request for a good song that we should play this next advert group? I've got the likes of maybe some Common People, that's a cracking song. Yeah, that'll work. Yep. Any any particular preferences for yourself there, Eric? None at all. I love it all. All right, well, we'll have this radio one. station on 24-7. Uh, yeah, and how you... Well, we'll talk about that after we finish the, the last Apprentice interview, but for now we're going to go to some real-world adverts, and, uh, yeah, enjoy this little Common People song. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't know if I can... Oh, the choice between... 
the actual genuine version of the William Shatner. Oh, now that's a that's a tough decision. We're going to go with the original. Sounds good, and you know.
that was a tune and a half. Ah, God, I missed it. You know, it's, it's one of those things. He was one of those music acts that was so far ahead of his time, he just didn't get the real recognition and success that he possibly deserved with music like that. Well, when he showed it after Michael Jackson, he got a lot of recognition. It, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, okay. F- fair enough. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good point. <laughs> right, well, we are back in the studio, obviously, and we have one more interviewee to go and this is a young man by the name of Edward Lewis and and, uh, we can join that interview now and uh, see how well he does. I I think at this point we have had two of the shortest interviews known to man uh, and I think Scotcher (laughs) may have snuck the shortest interview from Lister I69's grasp but I don't know that for sure. We'll have to compare that and get back to you all and um, yeah. I can tell you right now, I already do not like his name. I mean, oh. who in the world names their child Edward? Unless you want them to be bullied and tortured all through adolescence. Terrible. Terrible parenting. Did you... I, actually, I actually saw the CV for this one, and it was very, very shiny. Seemed like you had some sort of gel on it. <sighs> Did you did you um, did you see? I believe uh, Mr. Mr. Lewis was actually involved in a some a work placement project tonight, um, and it looked like he was doing some kind of community service. So it is possible. Yeah, yeah this this may not be our candidate, but let's have a listen to the interview and see how he gets on. Um, and before we go here, because I know there's a certain a certain hunger for a member of our team in the cockpit here to be quite vocal during the intro to this next bit. So I'm just going to take some precautions to avoid that from coming (laughs) over the air. (laughs) There is only one candidate left. Could have at least got me something to drink. There they are, there they are. It's not it's not <coughs> Hi. Hello, and uh, welcome to Hutton Orbital. Um, could you just state your name, please, for the records? Yes, sure. Um, Edward Lewis, the Order the Galactic Intern, if you, uh, if you want my formal title. Very good, very good. And um, just going through your CV here, um, your qualifications, uh, why have you applied for this? But first of all, we'll start with your qualifications. What makes you think you're qualified to be an intern here at Hutton? Well, um, I have a lot of experience with a lot of different community groups. Uh, So, of course, I spent time with the uh, the Fuel Rats uh, and did a proper fuel run, and those guys thought I was I was really great, so I got experience with those guys. I spent some time with the Elite Secret Service, but I can't go into too many more details about those because they'll kill me if I do. Uh, and uh, I spent some time even uh, undercover with some pir- doing some pirating, um, and as well, I couldn't burn, uh, but then you know, I did all right. I, I picked up some, some new flying skills there too, uh, and, you know, and I'm sure I'll get lots of more ex- experience later as, as well. So I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes to, to try out new things. And I think uh, the Hutton truck is, is, is uh, if you guys, you know, you, you're right up there with, with, I'd just love to have, I'd just love to try something out with you guys, you know? 
So formal qualifications, though, um, I've got down here uh, not much. Uh, would that be right? I mean, if it depends on your definition of formal qualifications. Uh, if by you mean that I have no trucker license or um, no license of any kind at all, then yes, you would be correct. But I am all, you know, 100% spirit, and I think that's the most important thing. Okay, very good, very good. Um, so the next most important question, uh, what do you think makes a good Hutton trucker then? Uh, to be a good Hutton trucker, you have to, that's uh, a good question. Uh, I'm very impressed by your questioning. You have to um, have a fantastic mug, a suitable mug. Uh, you have to be, have good mug dodging skills. Uh, you have to have um, fantastic resilience, patience, and uh, most importantly, a good sense of humour, which you all do, of course. Please give me the job. Well, yeah. Um, just, I mean, one very important question, though. Have you ever actually been to Hutton other than for this interview? If by me going to travel to Hutton, I've seen pictures of Hutton, if that's what you mean? Is that what you mean? So you've never, you've never flown the, the no, Aeronaut? In all, in all seriousness, no, I've actually never flown all the way over there myself. Right, okay. And, and therefore, so you didn't take part in any of the previous Hutton uh, community goals that we had alongside, you know, 3,200 other commanders? You can't see me. Well, you can because you're in the room with me in this pretend office situation. But um, you, I am hanging my head in shame. I didn't take part in that. Um, I know that people did within Frontier. And they were rewarded valiantly for their, for their efforts. And that's why I didn't get a trophy, but they did. But um, I'm very keen. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, as, as, as an aside, and it's quite an important one, you mentioned it earlier during the interview, but um, what's your view on pirates? Piracy. Um, what's my view on piracy? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you want to be a trucker, um, one of the uh, biggest obstacles we have on any of the events that we do, and you want to do an intern with us, is is the 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 danger um, created by the various pirate groups out there. So, I mean, what what is your view on on the pirate groups um, that are out there? And what's your view on uh, how you might deal with them should you come across them? I mean, to each their own, of course. Um, if you wish to be a pirate, I think that that is. I, I, I mean, I don't know how well this interview is going, to be honest, because I'm going to tell. I'm just going to how it is. I'm going to say my honest opinion. I think honesty is an important, uh, important characteristic to have. Um, and um, I think piracy. There's a place in the world for pirate. You know, the pirate needs a hug too. I think sometimes that's all. That's all it is. Pirates just need a hug and then run away in the opposite direction while they're confused about the love that they've been given. Okay, okay. Well, that's reasonable. Uh, while you're being honest, then, um, have you ever seen a Thargoid? <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. You wouldn't know anything about octagonal shapes, and you've not seen any pictures during any of your, your previous uh, internships? Well, I have... Uh, I, in 1984, before I was born... Um, I did just want to see something that you might be referring to, but nothing since then, anyway. Nothing, oh, right, okay. nothing that I've seen. Nothing okay, I've uh, and could you name your two biggest failings? My two biggest failings? Um, well, uh, in the when I spent some time with the Elite Secret Surface, uh, Surface, the Elite Secret Surface, 
released Secret Service. Um, I couldn't, I was struggling to drop out in the correct location. And that was really, uh, was really good. So I think that's going to be fun when we're jumping from location to location to make You're sure that. You're not inspiring actually... us with confidence here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun doing that. You know, so. the, the, the usual one we have from interns is, uh, I'm oh. a perfectionist. That's always a good one. But anyway, you've, you've yeah, okay. <laughs> honesty. And the other one Yeah, is, honesty, is, honesty. Okay, we, us, us are honesty. Well, um... That's it. I'm too honest, if anything, for anyone. Right, okay. okay. Yes. Well, um, we're on a, on a live video feed here to... Uh, to Alvin over in the corner, who seems to be wagging his tail quite a bit. So um, I'm assuming you've met one or two of the team here before, because I've got a note across my desk that says, uh, "Give him a job, even if he fluffs the interview." Oh, I don't um, know. So what, that you didn't like bribe anybody at all. Went through. Looks like my credit transfer went through just fine. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, uh, given that I don't um, ever object to anything that Alvin tells us to do, I'm going to have to offer you the uh, the role as an intern as well. As I'm you honestly know, thrilled. Honestly, really, really thrilled. <laughs> both of us are busy on the 3rd of December, um, but we have a little project we need a hand with. Okay. Um, h- how much do you know about the Battle of Maple? I mean, if by know about it, you mean... No, um, I- I'm sure you can tell me, tell the listeners and the viewers all sorts of things. Well, we'll, we will do, we will do, but I, I suggest probably research might be in order. Um, well, just following that battle, um, we smashed a lot of mugs. In fact, we didn't. Yeah. Those pirates that you said there was a place for in the universe um, smashed an awful lot of rare items from Hutton. Yes. And uh, we've had a message from the scientists saying they've been recovering the cargo and it's pretty smashed up. And we think the ideal internship for you would be to go and find some glue and stick these mugs back together again. And as luck would have it, at just the right distance um, away from Maple, just over 200 light years, there's a place called ZZ. Uh, ZZ is great because it's easy to get to. Um, but ZZ's there, it's 27 jumps away, and I reckon you need to get a couple of trucks together on the 3rd of December and prove to us that you're, um, well, I was about to say as good as you say you are, but you were dreadfully honest, um, as good as everybody else tells us you ought to be. Honestly? This is going to be the greatest achievement from all of the, the Hutton Truckers have done yet. And it's as if you guys had planned this in advance or something. Per- oh, no, no, that's your job. Oh, we're, not doing, we're not doing any of the planning. That's your job. Okay. Um, I've, I've, you've done the fuel rats bit, so you know the fuel rats. You might want to get in touch with them. 27 jumps is a long way. Um, yeah, and you need to find some truckers. Uh, I assume you own a Type 9. Oh, yes. Well, uh, Daddy can pay for it. You've seen my, you've seen my, uh, my income. It's massive. Yeah. Daddy pays for everything. He needs to. He, he likes to make sure that I'm set up for life, and he understands that sometimes finances, financial backing is important. Yeah. Okay. I have I'm, to learn how to to exist in the real world, but you know he understands that I need. I might need a little push. Okay. Well, on on the, on the basis of uh, what Alvin's told me to do, and on the basis of your. Um, Enthusiasm. We're going to give you a go at this one on the 3rd of December. Um, you want to be there nice and early. Um, one of the things about convoys is um, don't be late. Okay. I promise. And there's obviously going to be a lot of preparation involved. And later on, I'll get my people to email your people. You can email their people. And we'll make sure that all the people come together into one mass of people. And then we'll make this, we'll make this happen. We'll make this a reality. And I promise, Alvin... Promise, well, Alvin, over there in the corner. I promise, Alvin, I will not let you down. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time. Um, 
And yes, as our only interviewee for the internship, uh, yes, welcome to the team. Can't wait. Let's do this. finally got here dave um all right have you done the interview already you've 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 missed it um yes the galactic galactic intern here was being brutally honest about it so that was um our successful candidate fantastic great news there we are um offered edward lewis the job what do you think about that mr markey insane the man cannot even hold a job how many jobs has he had prior to this one did i count three or four plus the job before i mean but i guess that's what happens when you get paid with daddy's money you don't and the other thing did you hear him stutter all that time i mean it sounds like he just sweats way too much it's just pouring off of him disgusting yeah. I like the bit where he said he was full of spirit, and I hope that Jason's spirit, or at least Bailey's. <laughs> I was a bit concerned that when he was talking about going to Hutton, he was ringing his bicycle bell. Uh, I'm not really sure he's aware how long it would take him to get to Hutton on his bicycle. Um, but yes, definitely, we we are uh, we are happy to announce that uh, Edward Lewis will be our intern and will be running the convoy on the third of December. From now, was it easy? I thought I kept saying Zizi. Zizi, wasn't it? Zizi, Zizi Top. It is Zizi. Where you can pick up some lovely glue, uh, which is a rare item, so usual rules apply. You're going to have to help stock up the bigger ships, and uh, that's going to be, uh, yeah, tricky to do, but awesome in the long run. And then uh, meet up on the 3rd of December with Ed as leader of the convoy and follow him and help him get through this particular job. And if he does well, maybe we can bring him on full time. Um, But we'll just have to wait and see how well he does. Um, Well, I guess if we're desperate, then we have to drag pretty much anything off the bottom of the sea. It does sound like he was the only candidate to make it to the end of the interview, though. So, I mean, that's that's quite impressive. No, I, I still wanted to hear what Listry69 had to say. <laughs> well, maybe, we, maybe we can find some kind of uh, position for Mr Listry to, to, to fill in. Um, for the time being, what we do, uh, we do have is we have another message from Canon. Thank you to uh, Eric for joining us in the studio and for Listry69 for helping us out with comments on these candidates. And uh, we've had not many comments. I think we've got a lot of congratulations for Ed going out on the Twitch chat. A lot of people that seem to be quite comfortable with our choice and Alvin's choice, more to the point, uh, of uh, intern. And, of course, you know, keep an eye in the forums and the Facebook page for the Hutton Orbital for details of this massive convoy on the 3rd of December. And, you know, make plans to join us. They usually kick off around about 8pm, so if you kind of table that in. I believe there is an event now on Facebook that you can join and sign up to, which is the... 
Hutton, let's have a look and see. Do, 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 do. I'm sure I've clicked on it and said that I can go. Do, do, do. That can't be it. That can't be it. Third of December. I hope you're parked and not flying into a star right now. I'm all parked up. The Mug Repair Convoy Educating Ed. The community, the event page is there and it does indeed say 3rd of December at 8pm GMT. Not BST. GMT. Not GMT plus an hour. Just GMT in its generalness of no extras <laughs> and no minuses. And that is a message sponsored by Texas Stew, um, who likes <laughs> us to be very particular with the times. So we're going to play this quick message and we'll be back to wrap up the show and we've got a wonderful treat um, uh, playing out at the end of this show. We're going to play a couple of tunes. We're going to play, of course, because we have to now, we have to play the William Shatner version of Common People and then we will uh, finish off the entire show with a beautiful tune uh, by the amazing and talented Mrs. Crabe who have... We've got two covers of this particular song. I'm going to play it with this one and then I may play the other version of the song at another point on another live show if I remember to but um, we've got two versions of this song but uh, this one just just tips the balance in its favour a little bit and I'm sure the creator of the other one will not be bothered so oh yes and at the current minute we are what coming up for quarter to 10pm if you have not entered a drabble in this week's abracadrabble competition if you have no idea what it is um, then a drabble is of course a short story of a hundred words exactly and for the purposes of the competition set in the elite dangerous universe and pit to the topic picked by the previous week's winner on this week the previous week's winner picked the topic and the theme of disabled systems if you think you can knock up a 100 word drabble in the next hour and 15 minutes before the actual competition closes and a poll is erected then do so by visiting abracadrabble.com forward slash new it's not Mrs. C, it's Mrs. P I got the wrong Mrs. it's Mrs. P singing the song at the end of the show but we'll give her an intro near the time so I can get that right and I'll edit that bit out or something so it makes it makes it right. Mrs. P wrote that song. <coughs> sang that song. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I've got I've I've got a question. Have you? Yeah. What happened to last week's interviewers? Um <laughs> <laughs> They drank too much and we dumped them in the shredder. Yeah, we, we only had uh, one suitable interviewer as interviewee, as you heard from tonight's show. Um, if you want to then, once you've written your Drabble, if you get it submitted in time for the poll, we will be doing a live Abracadrabble show on this channel, twitch.tv forward slash cookout tomorrow night from... 7 p.m. till 8 p.m. ish ish, and we will read through all the drabbles, give them a bit of performance, and then help you pick your winner in order to vote over the weekend. The competition closes on Sunday evening, and the winner. Don't you mean seven? Don't you mean 7:15 p.m. ish? 7 p.m. ish. Ish ish ish. The ish is plus or minus 30 minutes, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, but we do, we do try to be on time for that. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to go and play this next wonderful information, infomercial from the Canon Department of uh, inter, Interglobal Science. Or, I can't remember what it is. The, uh, something. Just play it. 
I will. Yeah, play it, play it. Push the button. It had been weeks since I last heard from that dame and the doctor. My small ad generated loads of calls. Most of them trying to sell me insurance. I was worried. The doctor's fate was in my hands. I turned back to the wireless. Dr. Arcanon, you're okay. Ah, yes. Sorry. I spilled my coffee on my apparatus. Is it okay now, doctor? I'm walking with a limp, but that's not important. These artifacts fascinate me. What are we doing here with my ASP, Doctor? We need to see what these signals are about. Your ASP is ideal for studies. Every time I nudge the artifact with my ASP, it turns away. Yes, and this signal. It keeps repeating pictures of your ASP. Like some giant selfie stick. Be careful, Miss Featherston. There is a second signal. Watch out, Miss Featherston! Cabin pressure alert. Not again. I lost the signal. I'm hoping that wasn't the end of their journey. I broadcast a distress call to all nearby ships. Now, where did I put my biscuits? <laughs> That's getting quite interesting. I mean, obviously, it's, it's intending to topple escape velocity from the elite dangerous uh, audio drama verse, but um, yeah, interesting. I wonder what happened to the doctor <laughs> and his spillage on himself, or did he say he spilled it on myself? I can't remember that bit now. Ah, oh, DDB. Ah, so we are going to, uh, what time is it? We're going to have to do a quick real-world advert break. So I'm going to play the William Shatner version of Common People. So if you like this, I'm afraid you're going to miss two minutes of it due to real-world ads, unless you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash cyclical. Uh For the time being, uh, let's have a listen to this and um, enjoy. And we'll be back to finish off the show after. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I caught her eye. She told me that her dad was loaded. I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. I want to sleep with common people. I want to sleep with common people like you. Well, what else could I do? I said, I'll see what I can do. I took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. So it started there. I have... 
just laughed and said, oh, you're so funny. I said, yeah? Well, I can't see anyone else smiling in here. Are you sure? You want to live like common people? You want to see whatever common people see? You want to sleep with common people? You want to sleep with common people like me? But she didn't understand. She just smiled and held my hand. Went to flat above a shop. Cut your hair and get a job. Smoke some flats and play some pool. Pretend you never went to school. But still you'll never get it right. When you're lying in bed at night. Watching roaches climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all here. You'll never live like common people. Do whatever common people do. You'll never fail like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and drink and screw. Cause there's nothing, Cause else, there's to nothing else to do. Like a dog lying in a corner. They'll bite you and never warn you. Look out. They'll tear your insides out. Cause everybody hates a tourist. Cause everybody hates a tourist. Especially one who thinks it's all such a love. Yeah, and the chip stains grease will come out in the back. You will never you will understand, understand how it feels to live your life with no meaning or control. And with nowhere left to go, you're amazed that they exist. And they burn so Climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all. Yeah. You'll never live like common people. You'll never do what people do like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and drink and screw. Because there's nothing else to do. Well, I can't really say that that didn't catch me out with that abrupt ending, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> so, you didn't fly into the star again, did you? Very close. It was an alt-tab disaster waiting for the screen to come up so I could unmute the mic. That was interesting, uh, a version. There's just that one point that always gets me is that, you know, she wanted to, was it... But oh, it's when he, he goes all high pitched in his vocal, which is hysterical. Anyway, uh, one of the other things that I did uh, like is, of course, his Rocket Man version. But his Rocket Man version is very much a sort of po- poetry version of it. And I, I think if you catch the YouTube video of when it was originally performed at some award ceremony at some point, it's practically in black and white. It was very much arty farty, but actually really quite good um, I don't know what it is about the William Shatner versions that kind of have a degree of oh, um, it's got a soul rubbish there God it, it, it goes beyond that it goes below you know that <laughs> level truth. where you go it's so rubbish it's actually quite good 
I mean, that's why the Hoff is so popular. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't appreciate the Hoff. <laughs> oh, you have in to fact, appreciate the Hoff. If it was a condition of being rescued by him while drowning in the sea, I think I would take my chances with the fishes. The man <laughs> saved SpongeBob SquarePants, for God's sake. I mean, there's nothing better that, that a person could do with their life. But did he sing afterwards? That's the question. I don't remember. <laughs> because I try to block out all those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I try to block out all those episodes. The kids with time. Oh, <laughs> I run goodness. screaming. It is so. It's an interesting thing. I do like the William Shatner's. I don't know why, but I do. They just. They just. They have that certain resonance that is spectacular. Now we were talking about a beautiful tune, an amazing tune of a particular song that we're going to play tonight and play it next. But as I was earlier on going for the wrong missus, and I apologise because I believe that Mrs. Pitcher is listening live. And what a night to fluff your name up! I'm terribly sorry. Uh, by all means, send in any particular penalty that you would like me to have to pay oh crap I've left my ship flying at a sun again um, I think there's your penalty <laughs> oh no okay chaff malfunctioned um, oops <laughs> it's the fireworks yes that Ooh, is pretty pretty fireworks were almost my ship so Mrs. Pitcher if you have any particular penalty that you would like to see forced upon this year you know apologetic cow um, that that I'm not sure that's ended any better, but yeah, you know, I'm happy to take whatever penalty you feel is uh, appropriate. It's not very often you hear me say that, uh, but yes, this is a beautiful song by Mrs. Pitcher, and um, I think you will enjoy it. And as I say, there is another version out there that we will play on another day, and then you can make your decisions as to which version you prefer, and we'll put both up on the station uh, so that we can either A, suffer both, or enjoy both, or one or t'other. So, uh, I think it's time to hit that button. If you're wondering why it's taking me so long to hit the button, it's because I am trying to nurse my ship out of this hell hole that I have managed to drive it into, which is slapped between two very close suns, um, two very close stars, and yeah, I seem to have performed a degree of damage to my poor, poor Conda. Bum. Bum. Right. Oh no, I left the throttle on. Hold on. <laughs> we can't let this guy fly anything. Okay, right, we're safe. I think I'm safe. Right. Okay, so here we go. This wonderful, amazing song version by Mrs. Pitcher. Yeah. 
What a version. And for those who are watching on the show, do your shots of what's left of my gold condor, um, which yeah. is not... The, the biggest conversation in the Twitch feed was whether it was gold condor or gold condom. <laughs> okay. When you say the biggest conversation, do you mean what you were asking? I was, I, I was just listening. I'm enjoying the song. <laughs> yep, the song was Richard did wonderful, and I love all the stuff that both of our ladies sing. For yes, us. and 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 they are quite different, and it was just purely I'd written down the wrong note, and I am terribly, terribly sorry for that mistake. Um, but yes, it was a beautiful version. Now we also we also have um, another version of that song because we we tend to do put these things out to uh, all our, our talented. Uh, group members who are happy to record songs. Obviously, you know, we've got Commander Human who's doing amazing uh, parody versions as well, but it's nice to have our little homegrown uh, crew. We've got Commander Mindwipe who likes... We've also got Commander Alien who loves to do parodies. I don't think we've got any new ones from Alien, so come on, chop chop. If you are a musician, if you have a song you would like us to play out, then please do send an email with information and details to factionteam at huttonorbital.com. What we often get is lots of emails saying we should do this parody. What we're looking for is people that can do the parodies and send them in. We'd love to share them. If they're good enough and if they're rubbish, well, Simon Winnard will send you an explanation email um, or you'll get a nice little you're fired yeah. message from our, our uh, van de or I might stick them in Docker if they're really bad. <laughs> yes, if they're really bad, we'll use it at the end of Dockers. But thank you very much for tuning in tonight. We've obviously done The Apprentice. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a bit of a different show for once. We didn't have uh, anything ongoing at this point to do with the truckers. We are obviously gearing up for the 3rd of December. I've been out trying exp- some exploration to see how tricky this GIMP uh, project is. And frankly, it's a stinker. Uh. 
It is a stinker. But it could be worth your while. And as we sort of play out with... Um, I'm going to figure out a new tune to play the show out with. Uh, but for the time being, I'm going to... A little advert which is um, about the GIMP project and the prizes that you could possibly win. Obviously, the main prizes are now gone, but you can still qualify for a patch. And this has got some details of how you can go ahead and do that. If you find yourself that you're on holiday into the Christmas period, you have until the well, beginning of January. I think it's the 3rd of January, I believe, is the cut-off date to get your submissions in and win yourself with one of the amazing patches provided by the, well, shall, I'm not sure, is it unfair to say the super sexy buck naked? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Buck wouldn't mind. Uh, and we've got, uh, of course, we're going to have Buck is currently working his way through the feature sheet of the keelback, is that correct? That is correct. He's looking at the keelback and also at the ASP scout. Um, I guess he's scouting those ASPs. So we shall... Uh, Getting an some... eyeful. <laughs> <laughs> some amazing um, reports back from, of course, our intrepid uh, salesperson. Although it does sometimes feel that he's like one of those guys in a second-hand shipyard uh, trying to convince you to sell your children in order to buy his ships. Um, but he'll be back with us uh, next time as well. We should have a show next week some point. Uh, Monday night should be Moof's Musings with some music from 8pm. He tends to go through some unknown and some unrecognised music videos of people that you may have missed. Uh, it's a new show that he's kicking off. Tomorrow night from 7pm we have of course Abracadrabble which will be broadcast on Hutton Orbital Radio 2. Um, that's not Hutton Orbital Radio 2. We don't have more than one station. We've not that big yet. Uh, but on the Hutton Orbital <laughs> Radio as well. Uh, it will also be the Twitch channel. We then have Crash Landing from 8pm and I'm not actually sure if there's anything else on the calendar yet. There are a number of events of in-games. Obviously I think next Wednesday we have the Skip Rat Intelligent doing some training in Flight Basics. There was an issue this week because Skip Rat, and we have to say a big congratulations to Skip Rat for uh, managing his, his first work First week at a new job this week, and unfortunately yep. didn't quite realise that his shift on Wednesday would stop him from being able to do the training this week. So we've got an apology from Skip Rat for that. We've got one last message which needs to go out to Mr Edward Lewis as a big happy birthday to him for tomorrow. Uh, I believe he turns 16. Um, 16. Sounds about right. Looks about right. I'm sure I'm sure about height... He should be 16. Yeah. That's me off the Christmas card list. Uh, I bought him from her, Joe. <laughs> yeah, he's got the hair of a 16-year-old. He does, he does, but he's also... He featured on Simon's first muse, uh, muses, musings with a, a wonderful video of Edward Lewis and his band. And actually, very, very, very good indeed. Very, very good. So... Um, Couldn't see him, though. <laughs> That's no <laughs> terrible. Okay, so all the short jokes are coming out. But thank you, Eric, for joining me tonight. Thank you, Simon, for joining me in the studio. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Cal. Thank Is you. There anything either to uh, either one of you would like to put a shout out for any events or anything you're up to that you need to, to get advertised? No, just be here tomorrow at seven o'clock for the Drabble show. Over That's right. No. 
Yeah, the Drabble Show, and um, of course we've got, one, well, uh, 55, 54 minutes left before I close the entries and erect the poll uh, <laughs> on Frank's behest. Uh, help him out. You're going to erect a poll in Frank? It makes Frank happy that I'm erecting his poll for him, so I'm happy to do so. Excellent. Uh, you don't need some help, you Kate. We're going to play a little tune yeah, the older we get. To, to end the show that kind of sums up what I hope I will be doing for the remainder of the journey to Alpha Centauri to sell all this uh, <laughs> exploration data. Uh, so good night from uh, Dick Chafing, good night from Philip Oliver Holtz, <laughs> from uh, Listerize69, from Randy Berger. Crikey, do you know, I think we've all got mental issues. <laughs> there are <laughs> personalities in this room. Uh, and of course, myself, Grant Cycleka, and Eric Marquis. We bid you a good night. If you're out there in the darkness, remember, stay tuned to Hutton Orbital Radio when you're trucking. The harder you truck, the better your luck. And we will catch you. I'm just going to come up with new catchphrases every time. I'm just going to make them up on the spot and see if I can get one that sticks. Uh, like a dirty pair of pants. Nice and to truck you, to see you. Truck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be trucking off right now and we'll leave you with this wonderful tune. Good night and thank you for tuning in. Realised actually, just got you know, we just got a quick message coming through there that we have uh, we have a very special listener tonight who deserves a big shout out from us here in the studio. Hello, Mrs. P. Now this isn't Mrs. Pitcher. No, no, no. This is this is a very special Mrs. P. Um, and um, I think the person that we have to blame. Um, the, the, uh, for the, the entirety of the concept and the, the, the theory and, and the lore behind the Hutton mug. So, um, hello, Mrs. P. Or would it be presumptuous of us to call you Mumsy? I'm not sure. I'm sure that I will find out very, very soon from Van de Un if that was one step too far and that I'm cruising for a bruising. But um, the mother trucker is listening live and we give you a big shout out. We salute you. We salute you. You missed missed an opportunity there to say myself is cruising for a bruising. Myself is cruising for a bruising. That'll be myself. Right, so (laughs) we will (laughs) go back to the music and uh, I may have to face another punishment in kind coming soon. From the mother trucker herself, uh, himself, hims- herself, hims- myself, uh, uh, yeah. herself. You're yes. fired. <laughs>